Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, as we move on on our current podcast series, The Antichrist One World Religion and the Great Christ Deception, Today, I will continue to share a very informative commentary written for Faith Actually, entitled, The Counterfeit Christ. As we take to heart the warning of Jesus, where he alerted us that there would be many false Christs who would come in his name and deceive the many. And the scriptural insight we are also given regarding the man of lawlessness commonly referred to as the Antichrist, of whom all the false Christs before him are forerunners. And finally, as the one world religion takes shape and is being prepared as the Antichrist pedestal upon which he will rule the world and gain its worship, it is critical that we test every spirit, especially where it concerns the true knowledge of Jesus Christ the Lord. This sacred assessment becomes most critical where it concerns salvation's promise of eternal life. For unless a man or a woman has come to the true knowledge of Jesus Christ, the Son of God and Savior of the world. They will remain held captive in sin's darkness and death and marked for an eternity apart from the God of love in hell's domain. In John 8.32, the life-filled liberating words of Jesus are recorded. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Free from what? Free from sin and its penalty, which is death. In Romans 6.23, it is written, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And how does one find the truth that will set man free? In John 14.6, that answer is given with all certainty, for Jesus Christ himself has revealed it in glory. I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus Christ is the truth. He alone is the way back to the Father and heaven's abode. And he is the giver of eternal life, for there is no life and all the beauty it holds apart from him. There is no religion, no belief system, no man or woman, no matter how convincing they may be who can offer mankind forgiveness of sins or the guarantee of eternal life in exchange for the penalty of death Jesus paid for with his own shed blood. If anything is added, taken away, or tampered with in some way, where it concerns Jesus and the true knowledge of him, be made aware now that you are dealing with a counterfeit that can offer only empty promises and a deadly disappointment. And this might be a good point to pick up with a commentary, the counterfeit Christ, where they write. Jesus warned against false teaching and urged his followers to be very careful they would not be deceived, for many would come in his name to lead people astray. False teaching about Jesus poses a very real danger that will lead many down a fatal path to deception. Jesus gave a very sobering reminder of how vigilant we should be. 
Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Indeed, some woolly forms of false teaching use deceptively Jesus-friendly language, as is now becoming common in today's pluralistic and increasingly heretical culture. Furthermore, false teaching about Jesus gives rise to counterfeit Christ, who come not only in the form of false messiahs, such as contemporary Korean false messiah, Sung Mung Moon, but also in the form of misleading concepts that distort people's view of who Jesus really is. Take, for example, the convenient Christ of the powerful celebrity pastors that preach word of faith theology. The New Age Jesus is another insidious counterfeit that masquerades as the authentically divine, and he even worms his way into our Christian communities undetected through various best-selling self-help books with emphasis on self and the popular life-class teachings of Oprah Winfrey. You might think the Jesus of Jihad would be a more obvious offender until you realize that this treacherous counterfeit is cozied up to by an alarming number of evangelical missionaries in Muslim ministry, like those practicing C5 or high-spectrum contextualization, which is essentially practiced by a community of Muslims who follow Jesus, yet remain culturally and officially Muslim, or the Jesus in the Quran, where Jesus is known as Issa and is seen as an important figure in both the Abrahamic religions of Islam and Christianity. And within our prevailing culture of religious pluralism, it is becoming more common to hear outlandish statements from prominent evangelical leaders like that made by former Fuller Seminary President Richard Mao when he pronounced on CNN.com that the counterfeit Christ of Mormonism is essentially one and the same as the biblical Jesus. The counterfeit Christ is very real, and today, perhaps more than ever, he has alluring appeal. He is more politically correct. He fits comfortably within one's pre-existing worldview or religious background, and he offers a safeguard against fear and anxiety with a promise of health and prosperity presenting himself as a benignly loving, warm, and fuzzy figure who lets us just be who we are without any need to pick up our cross and follow him. He proposes to form the basis of a social structure that bears little resemblance to the true body of Christ, and he is willing to gracefully bow out when the mention of his name might be an inconvenient obstacle in interfaith relations, as demonstrated by the Christian Muslim common word movement that incidentally has received widespread evangelical support. Wherever the counterfeit Christ can be found, there also exists a powerful earthly motive drawing many to his feet. This is indeed a warning to the elect, for in Jesus' own words, false Christ and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive even the elect, if that were possible. And while that warning in Matthew 24, 24 is primarily directed to his elect, the Jewish people, it is also a strong and vital reminder to his church, for as his ambassadors of light and salt to a dark and dying world, we must stay grounded in his word as contenders for his truth and the faith in him only that alone leads to and guarantees eternal life in him. 
for while those who are reconciled to God in new birth salvation power and are now abiding in him in truth cannot be deceived by the false Christ because of the Holy Spirit in us. It is possible for those who possess only a superficial Christianity and have not been born again and therefore are not yet fully reconciled to him and abiding in him to be led astray. We know this because in 1 Timothy 4.1, Paul warns that the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Paul also talks about the dreadful consequences of apostasy in chapter 6 of Hebrews. As true believers, we must have the courage to speak out against false teaching when necessary, even if we are accused of being unloving by doing so. For this is in reality the highest act of true love toward those who are being deceived because their life or death destiny hangs in the balance. To this end, we should be on guard against any teaching about Jesus that strays from, adds to, or distorts scripture. There are varying degrees of this. Two of the more extreme examples of extra-biblical writings about Jesus can be seen in the Book of Mormon and the Quran both of which go further than distracting from the gospel. Instead, they respectively distort and deny it. Therefore, the Jesus of Mormonism, who they say is the spirit brother of Satan, and who was purportedly married, and who is not part of the Trinity, is not the authentic Son of God, even though certain evangelicals, along with a whole host of religious pluralists, would like you to believe so. Likewise, the Jesus of the Quran who is not crucified, who is not God, and who will come back in the end times to break the cross, kill the Jews, and destroy all religions other than Islam, is certainly not the same Jesus who is revealed in truth in the unadulterated word of God. And then there is the Roman Catholic Jesus, who is subservient to his mother Mary, who is the primary deity of Catholicism and who requires dead works and adherence to the sacraments to be added to him for salvation's guarantee. And then there is the casual hang loose, wink at sin, and let be Jesus of our modern culture, which we will expound on in our next podcast. But please allow me to close for today with this encouragement to those who really do love Jesus and follow him in truth. In 2 Timothy 2.19, we are assured that the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And in Romans 8.16, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. Do not let the enemy rob you of that confidence, beloved. And as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.